how I landed where we landed on our meal planning, we do something called like batch days or themed meals. And it just helps take out some of that decision fatigue. You know, we're making so many decisions as moms all the time. And I know that kind of decision fatigue is the new buzzword now, but I'm a big believer in taking out as much of that as possible so that at the end of the day, we still have a little bit more to give either our spouse or ourselves. And we're able to really pour into our kids the way we want to be showing up for them. Hey, homemaker, and welcome back to the Hardy Homemaker Podcast. My name is Brienne, your new mom BFF. I'm a wife, mom, homemaker, and entrepreneur, saved by grace, passionate about motivating mamas to step into the calling that God has placed on their lives. I truly believe that God is raising a generation of Proverbs 31 women to lead the way and show what it looks like to not only steward your family and home well, but to also use your gifts and talents to make an impact in the world. On this podcast, you can expect to hear episodes on how to balance your home life and entrepreneurship without sacrificing time with the ones you love most. Some topics include faith, simplifying your home, business, decluttering, marketing, and much more. Sounds like your kind of podcast? Then you are totally in the right place. I'm so glad you're here, Mama. Welcome home. Hello and welcome back to the Hardy Homemaker Podcast. Friend, today you are in for a treat. On today's episode, I'm interviewing Laura Hernandez. Laura is a wife and mama to 10 amazing people. She founded Mama Systems, a coaching business that helps mamas bring peace to their homes through systems that help them be intentional with their people and show up as the best mama possible. In today's episode, we are talking all about meal planning, Laura has so much insightful tips and tricks, so I cannot wait for you to hear this. And without further ado, here is today's episode with Laura. Hi, Laura. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. I'm really excited to be here today. I'm so excited that you're here. Now, go ahead. For those who do not know you, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and your story. Yeah. So we, my husband and I live in the Dallas area and we have 10 kids. Wow. And seven are biological and three are adopted through the foster care system. And in one year, we went from four kids to eight kids. We had just had our fifth biological and we we were living up in Seattle at the time, but we moved back to Texas to adopt a sibling group of three. And it was just a lot. There was a six month period where we did this cross country move. We're living in a rent house. We had four little people that were fresh brains, spanking new to our family. And we had five that were four and under all in diapers. And so it was just kind of like I was thrown into the deep end. Like I felt like I had things pretty under control before that. Like got this mom thing down. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh my gosh, how in the world are we going to do this? And so I realized I was just living in survival mode so much of the day and just kind of trying to make it to bedtime where I knew that they could be in their cribs and safe. And I also realized very quickly that I could not live that way, that we've got to do more in life than just survive. And so I started putting systems in place and kind of just started from scratch because I looked at books and podcasts and all the things and nobody had anything that fit our family. And so it's kind of like we just dumped all the puzzle pieces on the table and started sorting through what really matters, what doesn't matter, and then created systems around those things that matter. 
Wow, that's amazing. Now, you said that how you got into systems was with like books and podcasts. Like what in particular like made you stumble upon like meal planning, for instance? Yeah. So, I mean, of course, there's so many things out there about meal planning and how you can do it. And I was really just looking for the most efficient way. I really think that meal time, like the food is important because people have to eat, right? We have to feed our people. But I think more importantly than that is that time around the table and how we spend that time. And so that's really where I wanted to put a lot of my priorities in is that meal time and really pouring into my kids there. How I landed where we landed on our meal planning, we do something called like batch days or themed meals. And it just helps take out some of that decision fatigue. You know, we're making so many decisions as moms all the time. And I know that kind of decision fatigue is the new buzzword now, but I'm a big believer in taking out as much of that as possible so that at the end of the day, we still have a little bit more to give either our spouse or ourselves. And we're able to really pour into our kids the way we want to be showing up for them. And so in our themed meals, we have different nights that have different quote unquote themes. And an example of this would be like Monday night. We used to have co-op on Monday and Monday would be our crock pot night. And that's made super simple because after co-op, I was just, done. I mean, as I know, you can imagine, and I'm sure your listeners can imagine just that whole, that whole process of getting everybody to co-op and then teaching all day and then coming home. Like it was just so much. And so having that meal already ready to go was huge. But when I had crock pot meal on Monday night, it was so much easier because I wasn't thinking about all the millions of things we could meal plan for. I was just thinking about a few select things that I know how to make no matter what. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. And so Mondays became like crockpot. Now, what does like the rest of the like themed days like look like for the rest of the week? Yeah, Tuesday is taco night. And it is not always hard shell ground beef tacos, right? Like we could do enchiladas or taco salad or breakfast tacos. But again, it's just narrowing down that scope of when I go to meal plan, how can I make this as easy as possible? And so each day has that theme to it. Wednesday for us is breakfast night. Thursday night is... What is Thursday night? Oh, pasta night. And then Friday night is pizza night. We always order in pizza and do movie night and just kind of keep it simple that way. I love that so much because you know exactly like what to plan for for the entire week. So that has to make like grocery lists like way easier, right? Absolutely. It really does. I mean, it makes the whole process of like you could actually plan a meal and plan that time (laughs) because I would just get so overwhelmed by the, oh gosh, it's that all those decisions you have to make in that process of like, do we have this? Do we not have this? Do we like, it just cuts down on all of that and really gets you to what matters most. That is amazing. Hey, homemaker. I hope you're enjoying today's episode. I wanted to hop in super quick and let you know about a brand new freebie I created for you. You know, lately I have had a ton of people slide into my DMs and messages asking how do I keep my home clean all the time? So I thought I would share my secret with you. Introducing the Tidy Home Freebie. The Tidy Home Freebie is my exact cleaning routine on how I keep my home clean and sparkly. So to grab your copy of the Tidy Home Freebie, head over to hardyhomemaker.com slash tidy or go to the link in the episode's description. Again, the link is hardyhomemaker.com slash tidy or go to the link in the episode's description. Now back to the episode. 
Now, what are some of like the benefits that you've come across with meal planning, but also what are some like challenges that you've faced? Like, do you have picky eaters in your house? I do. I have several of them. And so some kids will like sauce on things and some kids won't, but I try to keep the meals simple in that we can always not put sauce on a meal or not put chicken on a meal or what, like whatever the kid's preference is at the current moment or dislike is at the current moment. We can always kind of work around that. Like if I were making chicken marsala, none of my kids would want mushrooms. And so I just hold off on the mushrooms until the end and make the sauce as normal and put that on most people's plates and then put the mushrooms in for me and the baby likes mushrooms and my husband and that's it. So just kind of working around. So I'm not making so many separate meals because I think that's also exhausting. Like we feel like we're short order cooks when that happens and we're not like, that's not the focus of mealtime. So if my picky eaters don't want to serve, like to eat whatever I'm serving them, we kind of have two go-tos with that of, Hey, you're welcome to get up and make yourself a peanut butter sandwich. I'm not doing it. Like that's on them, right? Like if they choose not to eat the food that's given to them, they can get up and make a peanut butter sandwich or they can make a hot dog, which are things that they all can make. And we can make that happen. Like they can do that. And so that way I'm not doing 15 different things. Cause I don't, my goal with most of our systems is to equip our kids. I want them to feel equipped to take care of themselves, to care for their bodies, to care for their time. I don't want to do everything for them because that's not giving them any responsibility. And as they grow up, nobody's going to be there to take care of them like that. And so I just want to equip them in the small things and the big things and everywhere in between. And so I feel like that's an easy way to do that. I love that. Now, when you're going ahead and batching out like the meals, do you like prepare it like in like little cups ahead of time? Or is it more so like, what does that look like? And does your family get involved or is it all on you? Yeah, it kind of depends on what the week looks like. Because sometimes, like if I were doing a lasagna or something, I would go ahead and make all of it and then like brown the meat, put it together. And so then we're just sticking in the oven. And we do all of that on Sunday, just any kind of meal meal prep in that way. If we're doing tacos, like ground beef tacos, I'll go ahead and brown the meat. But breakfast tacos, I'm like, eh, we're doing like all of that's super easy and we can just throw that together. It's the things that are more time consuming that are going to take more than that 15, 30 minute mark that... I don't want to be doing that in the midst of all the chaos of the five o'clock hour, you know? Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. So does the kids like get involved with like making the meals or are you that? Yeah. I try to involve them as much as possible and sometimes it's a help and sometimes it's a hindrance. And so it's kind of that fine line of figuring out where to put them in the process. One way that we do this is by always giving them a job that helps get dinner on the table. So it may not be in the actual physical making of the meal, but it will be like setting out drinks or putting forks on the table. I find that every one of them can do something, even if it is, I mean, like our, our four-year-old now had the job when he was two of getting forks and putting them on the table and he could do that. And so we can start these things early to kind of start training our kids that, Hey, we're working together as a team here. Like this meal doesn't just magically show up. We're all working together to make this happen. My older kids will sometimes just put in charge of making dinner. And that's been a huge blessing because I've, we've been able to teach them how to bake, how to read a recipe, how to like all those things are skills I want them to have anyway. And so those are things that we've been working into all of life. And so they've gotten pretty good at being able to make meals for everybody. And that's, that's been huge. Wow. That's amazing. Now, if you were to give mamas three pieces of advice for getting into meal planning, what would that be? Start somewhere. 
and do what works for your family. Like if what I'm saying to you, you're like, yeah, there's no way I could do that. Or my kids are too picky or like whatever the thing is, like just make a plan for it. If you're like, my kids will only eat hot dogs all the time. Okay, great. That's probably just going to be for a season. It probably won't be for all of life. And so just embrace that and take out some of that worry and some of that struggle and some of that battle just for your own sanity and plan on feeding them hot dogs every night and you and or just making dinner for you and your husband. I had a mom when, one year who I was working with and she, I mean, this lady was doing so much. She like ran an organization in India and I mean, she was just kind of all over the place, like with really good things. And when we were meal planning with her, every night of the week was a different restaurant that they were going to order from. And while I was a little jealous at first of like, oh, that sounds really nice to not ever have to cook and to have the funds and means to do that. I really like in the end, I'm like, that's just awesome. I love that she could embrace sex. I would also probably feel shame about that of like, I'm not, I'm not providing for my family or I'm not whatever all of those little voices are. But really what I learned from that is just to embrace where you are in this season. And so if you're eating dinner at five o'clock and your dream is to eat at seven or have dinner with all of your family together and you can't make that happen, just really figuring out ways to connect with everybody, I think is the bigger, the bigger thing that we want to nail in here and less about the food. I love that. This has been such a great conversation. Thank you so much. Now, where can people go ahead and follow you and get to know you more? Yeah, Mama Systems all over the place. So mamasystems.net is my website and then Mama Systems on Facebook and Instagram. And I'm there. I would love to chat and love to brainstorm creating ideas for your family. I love it. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. You're so welcome. Thanks for having me. Yep. I'll chat with you later. Thank you so much for listening to the Hardy Homemaker podcast. For resources and materials, head over to hardyhomemaker.com. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend. Or better yet, leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts so that more mamas can find this podcast and live a simpler lifestyle too. Who knows? You might even have your review highlighted at the beginning of one of the next podcast episodes. As always, I am praying for you and I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your week. Until next time, I'll chat with you soon.